0: Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro podcast. I am Shauna Sumawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Mary Tafuri from IBM join us. Mary, I'd love for you to introduce yourself, your title, and your organization. Sure.
1: Um, So I'm the Chief Sales Enablement Officer, Vice President uh, in IBM for IBM Cloud and Cognitive. Um, I like to translate my role to my kids (laughs) in a very simple way, um, which is uh, all about making our sellers the best in the market. And the best for us means the more skilled. So my job and my focus every day is how we can make uh, all the roles that we have in our sales workforce and we really have. Everything that you can think of from the digital sellers, the channel, the brand sellers, the cross portfolio sellers, the architect, the tech team, um, all in our audience. So really, it's a very exciting uh, role. Uh, Our focus is uh, how we can make them excited as well about learning, being curious and not bored and how... um,
0: We can use modern techniques to look at modern skills. Fantastic! Well, Mary, I'm super excited to have you join us, um, and have you have the opportunity to have you share your expertise with our audience. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. You had mentioned in your introduction um, how you kind of explain the role of enablement um, to your children, and you, you know, sales can be a really tough job, especially you know in the increasing digital world that we we live in today to be successful in the modern sales environment what are some of the key traits sellers need to have from your perspective Mm -hmm. i love this question (laughs) let me let me start sharing with you
1: something that um, sebastian kraus our general manager of cloud and cognitive go-to-market team for the european geography shared in uh, Uh, our sales enablement kickoff last year he said to the thousands of sellers that we had in front of us that today selling is no more just an art it's a science and i've been reflecting on that the sellers to be successful today they need to do a lot of homework we always say that the value that we bring to our clients is the combination of two things what we sell, let's say whatever offerings that any company may have in their portfolio, and how we sell, and how we sell is really, you know, the skill of our sellers. So, the the sellers are bring value to the client when they bring insight that goes above and beyond just the what. But they need to do a lot of homework about uh, the, their client, the challenges that their client have, and they also need to be smart and. Um, let's say, considering that clients are well informed today, probably too informed, and so probably the the amount of information that um, everybody is inundated with creates um, challenges and opportunities at the same time. So when we think uh, the trait of the modern seller, we look at five in particular. And I will share with you which one they are, and what we are doing to master the skills. The very first one is empathic listener. It is extremely important to realize why we have one mouth and two ears. (laughs) My father used to tell me if you have one mouth and two ears, you need to use your time in proportion with that. (laughs) right, so I say the same to our sellers. It is extremely important not just to listen uh to our clients but to listen with empathy like walk in their shoes understand uh, what are their challenges uh, and focus on that first the second trait is uh, uh, a mastery in storytelling we don't want our seller to be um, just focus on the features and functions uh, of our products and solutions but we want them to um, to tell the story of the value that we bring to our client when they are immersed in an industry that is highly competitive and so focus on that first like i was mentioning earlier and tell a story that uh, with with emotion um engages the client uh more and that's not an easy thing to to learn um, we, in fact, discovered that, yes, there are a lot of there is a lot of training uh, about storytelling. Uh, but the best way to master this skill is really do a lot of collaborative peer to peer learning experiences and a lot of coaching. But you can master this skill in that way. Uh, the third skill is uh, probably the one that exists uh, with IBM since day one. <laughs> so you will think this is an evergreen one. And it's trust and client advocacy. So we want still our sellers to be at their core, the trusted advisor for for their client. But we want them to do so, starting with, like I mentioned earlier, with empathy and with the ability of telling the story. So that that trust is earned with those two skills first. Then there are two other traits that are very important. Uh, one is the uh, technology enthusiast uh, kind of skills. Uh, we used to think of sellers um, like people that need are able to convince you or persuade you, but not necessarily um, people able to do a demo or to do a whiteboard um, or to do a deep technical conversation in the past. But now to bring that value that I was mentioning earlier to our client, it is... Uh, extremely important that our sellers deeply understand uh, our technology and they can convey with confidence uh, that that value to, to our client. So the technology enthusiast is key. It's not just a technology, but be enthusiast about the technology is key. And the last one, um, it's knowledge amplification. And we need to think of selling today like a more wide one to many type of activity that starts in a more proactive way than what used to be, you know, five, ten years ago or more. And so being a knowledge amplifier means, you know, focus on being very active with social selling and digital communities, you know, blog on. Many of our uh, platforms that we can see um, you know, on the web, uh, where our clients can go based on the level of interest that they have or based on the industry where they live. So we do know that 74% of the clients decide about what to purchase before even contracting a human being. So we constantly uh, remind our sellers to invest in social selling and, and think of that like a proactive selling. Uh, more than anything else so those are the traits that we uh, the five traits that we master and a lot of the training that we do is how our products can be um, valued in each of these five dimensions and we help sellers to tell the stories we help teller, sellers to, to be trusted advisor in a given industry and so on and so forth so that's how we pivot all we do
0: I love that. I think that those are five really great traits. Uh, Mary, I would love to understand, you know, as you guys have new sellers coming in the door at IBM or as you're hiring for new sellers, how are you working to ensure that they exhibit those five traits um, throughout the hiring process? And if there are gaps, how can enablement step in to help develop these traits in some of your newer sales reps? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, very interesting. So um, the hiring
1: is... uh, sometimes very dependent on who is interviewing or recruiting we do have uh, of course our recruiters we have the hiring managers that are the human being part of the process Uh, and then we have tools and processes and programs when we look at the programs we have a program that is quite rich it's a six months long learning Experience that starts with what we call a global selling school—that is the same no matter what you will sell in IBM. Then they get into a portion of it that is called the Top Gun, that go deep into um, the business uh, uh, and the traits that we want them to develop, like the five that I was mentioning earlier. And we constantly look at ourselves and you know uh, make changes to be to adapt to the market and to the needs uh, that the clients have. But this is, you know, the step number two. And then the step number three within the six months is really what we call a brand learning journey. So if you are a seller in the data and AI, you will be welcomed into the uh, data and AI uh, learning journey, which is very focused on solutions that we have in that portion of the portfolio. And there are self based training, in-person training, and that, that in that way we help uh, um, the seller to continuously, you know, focus on learning and, you know, having confidence in telling the story. Uh, on top of that, we have a buddy system. We try to pair new sellers with, let's say, senior sellers that we have in the organization, and we believe that that's the best way to continue the what they start in the first six months so that until they are able to run uh, with their legs they have support all around them um, when we look at what else we do to hire the right people like many companies we do have our own talent discovery chatbot uh, of course we have uh, watson uh, in our portfolio uh, that helps with um like virtual assistant so to speak Uh, and this uh, discovery chatbot helps to look at some of the trades helps to look at the um, digital eminence uh, that people may have or any information that can be found online and so the the chatbot can help the manager when they're doing the interview with some insight that hopefully you know can help uh, uh, them to better understand who they have Uh, in front of them but ultimately um, we believe that with the global selling school the top gun and the learning journey that i was mentioning earlier with six months long program uh, we can really have anybody that has a passion (laughs) to sell and a dedication to client success to succeed in ibm as well
0: And that's fantastic. And that's very interesting that you guys are using IBM Watson. Uh, I wish we had more time during this podcast to dive into that a little bit. Um, With more tenured salespeople now on the flip side, uh, that might be used to different ways of selling. Uh, I'm sure you realize behavior change can be an obstacle. Uh, What are some of the strategies that you've used to ensure that seasoned sales reps have the skills that they need to be successful in a modern selling environment? You know the number one reason why my boss hired and
1: hired me in this role two years ago was exactly to drive some behavioral changes and the most seasoned sellers that we had in our organization and to embrace modern selling skills sometimes it's harder to unlearn what you learned than learning new things so that was my you know number one ask how you can innovate uh, how you can make the enablement and the skills stretching something that people want to do, not are forced to do. So the way we uh, address this uh, challenge was through gamification. So we designed our simple platform that is called Game On uh, about 18 months ago now. And the platform evolved with us as we started to you know, use more and more the gamification to on one side accelerate learning on another side um, you know co-create assets or harvest the assets uh, on another side or another dimension is to learn from each other peer-to-peer learning so we started to create a number of skills challenges or games in this uh, platform and today we have more than 100 uh, um, games that we did uh, in 18 months we had more than 18,000 players uh, in and uh, the platform itself uh, I can tell you we had more than 1,400 winners as well because when you compete uh, for, um, for a challenge there are participants but there are also winners and what I learned is that Yes, sellers compete, some of them for the prize, but many of them for the fame. They want to have their names on the top of the leaderboard. And many of them are just driven by that kind of mentality. We want them to um, embrace the journey um, of the gamification to help the rest of the community. My number one motivation to do all this investment was really to unleash the knowledge that is in the fields. I firmly believe that no matter how good the people and the sales enablement can be, the best knowledge is the knowledge that people have on the street every day when they are having the conversations with with the client. And so um, my challenge at the very beginning and the reason why uh, I started to use gamification was how can I motivate the seller that is in Brazil uh, the seller that is in Italy, or the seller that is in China, to share their assets, um, how they've been, you know, able to win uh, an objection handling conversation in a given industry with a given client in a given geography, uh, and how they can, you know, help others to leverage that kind of experience. And how that kind of experience being used by multiple people can be improved each single time so long story short we through this type of program we generated a pipeline of over 25 million dollars, and we we had a, a lot of wins uh, and i'm very proud to say that last year alone last year alone we had 86 million uh, in highlighted wins so a number of Win stories where uh, the people that applied to some of the challenges and use some of the assets that were shared or crowdsourced were able to win clients. So we have a very uh, prescriptive way to also measure if uh, one challenge or the other in one part of the portfolio or in one specific market is more effective than others. It's all driven by you know data collection and analytics and nicely displayed in a dashboard. <laughs> so I'm very proud of um, uh, the adoption rate that we now have, but I have to be honest with you. It wasn't that easy at the very beginning because, you know, sellers are coin operated people and they are, you know, swimming on the swimming lane, the fast and furious. So start to have their attention and this type of experience. Uh, start to see engagement and have uh, some of them being our ambassadors was key to to have traction and finally, you know, get to the point where we are today, where people are constantly looking on the gamification platform. What is the new game that is going on? Can I participate and
0: earn more uh, points? That's really great stuff, Mary. I'm excited to hear about all the things that you guys are doing around gamification at IBM. I, I'd like to pivot with a closing question. Um, I would really love to understand how you envision sales enablement changing over the next few years. How do you think that sales enablement will continue to evolve? Mm-hmm.
1: I think uh, keeping the seller's really engaged and embracing the importance on investing in on skills, it's so important. When you look at the, you know, like I was mentioning at the very beginning, we have in our reach, uh, not only all the flavors of sellers that we have in, uh, you know, in IBM Cloud and Cognitive, but also the technical people, the technical sellers, the architect, and you can observe that the technical roles constantly invest on their skills they are happy to spend hours to get a new badge a new certification because they know how important brushing your skill is the challenge for for us in sales enablement is to make sure the sellers have that the same kind of attitude Uh, they are curious about learning they understand that selling today is not just an art but a science and it requires a lot of homework and a lot of study to prepare to have that first conversation with the client that is uh, of a high value. Uh, And the other thing is also embrace social selling. When I look at what I really want to, let's say, make a mark on this year, it's exactly about social selling and having the sellers, not the digital sellers. The digital sellers get it because it's they, they, their job is essentially all digital. But all the other sellers that we have in the organization embracing social selling and understanding that if they do, there are a lot of statistics that support uh, the return of investment in social selling. Uh, for example, seventy eight percent of salespeople that engage in social selling outperform their peers that don't engage in social selling that's a big number and I'm, I was mentioning earlier about the number of you know buyers 74% that decide before even contacting a human being you want to reach uh, those clients in a more proactive way and there are a lot of other uh, statistics that speak about how you can increase productivity increase uh, opportunities that you have in pipeline find the right contract contact in a more effective way so sales so enablement to be more relevant in today's world has to prepare prepare the sellers to um, embrace the social selling and support them more for example i created a new role in my organization uh, this year that is specifically there as um let's say, share the services internally to support the sellers that are drafting blogs but are not certain about publishing them. So how can I help them to be more confident? I say providing somebody that can review uh, what they are uh, uh, drafting. Maybe provide the right um, wording about the concept or the right picture, the right data, whatever could be there. That can allow them to do the first steps in uh, social selling with more confidence. And like everything, the more you have adoption, uh, the easiest, the easier it is to have a snowball effect later on. So we need to focus uh, on having the right ambassadors of social selling, and and we are in every market, and we are also using the gamification uh, platform to. Uh, drive this type of behavior as well. We have a lot of challenges um, around social selling as well. So we try to combine effort and hopefully that will help to take off uh, faster.
0: I love that. And I love everything that you guys are doing over there at ABM. You guys are definitely on the innovative edge of things when it comes to sales enablement. So thank you so much, Mary, for joining us today and and sharing your experience and your journey in sales enablement thus far with my audience. You're very welcome. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.